1: Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Now we'll stop there. And I want to turn your attention to this passage passage this morning, John 15. And if you have time, go ahead and read the whole chapter, especially verses 4 through 10, because eight times in verses 4 through 10, you have that word abide, abide in me, abide in me. And the famous passage, apart from me, you can do nothing. And I think this passage perfectly illustrates what it means to be poor in spirit. The disposition you need, the humility you need, the dependence you need. When Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing, that's not hyperbole. He means it. And one of the most beautiful lessons you can ever learn is how deeply and profoundly true that is. And when that becomes one of the truest realities in your life, you become free. So let's think about this for a few minutes this morning. The first thing is that the key conviction is that the vine is the source of life. That has to be your key conviction, that apart from the vine, you can do nothing. Now think about how the first disciples might have heard that. Jesus is saying this the night before he's betrayed, and maybe they thought he was exaggerating or being a little too hard on him. Sure, they hadn't followed him perfectly and had fumbled through many things and have disappointed him at times, but apart from him, we can do nothing. I mean, come on, Jesus, we can do certain things. We can strategize, we can organize, we can implement, we can execute. There's things we can do. But what does Jesus say? Apart from me, you can do nothing. Do you believe this? One of the greatest gifts we have is our utter and total dependence. That's what it means to be poor in spirit. You recognize your utter and total dependence. So what in your life is there? in which you're completely dependent upon the Lord. If he doesn't do it, you'll fail. A couple things to think about, just the nature of bearing fruit. Just two ideas. It's not mechanical and it's not artificial. It's not mechanical. means it's not technique-based. Bearing fruit is not like creating a product on an assembly line. You know, it has to be organic. It has to grow out of who you are. That's why Psalm 1 is so important. You have to transform the heart and the desires and the dispositions so that the behavior will follow. You think about like, think about it like this. Have you ever been in situations where you've tried to force mechanical behavior change and it just didn't stick? I mean, you can imagine a scenario where, let's say um husband and a wife, um, been married for 15 years. And let's imagine that their marriage is on the point of breaking. She's had enough. She come, they come in to see the pastor for counseling and she's ready to walk out he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand what's the matter. And so she gives him a whole list of grievances like, you're domineering. We never mutually come to decisions. You just order me around. And then you're not emotionally vulnerable and you never open up to me. And he had no idea he was such a poor husband. And so he, he says, well, you know, I've always kind of heard these things, but I didn't realize that you'd want to, you're ready to leave me. Okay, I'll change. I will we'll go talk to the pastor. I'll do whatever it takes. And so they come and they talk to the pastor, and for a while, he does better. For a while, he, he does everything she wants. And then normally, one or two things will happen within a month. Once the fear of her leaving settles down, he'll slide back into the way that he always was. Because he's not scared anymore. You see, his obedience, his compliance, his desire to please was mechanical. It wasn't internal. Organic change has to work from deep down in your character. And it's also not artificial. You know, you can't tape or staple apples onto a tree. It has to grow organically. It can't be artificial. You think about a Christmas tree. You know, it's it's beautiful. It's decorated. It's covered in lights. But it's all artificial. It's been cut down. It's been dressed up. The lights have been put on, the garland, the ribbon. And so think about your Christian life. Is, it all, is all the growth artificial? Is there any life? Or is it all just window dressing? Real growth, real fruit is fruit that's authentic. It flows out of who you are. So how do you know? Well, you look at the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, these type things, are, are they naturally growing and increasing in your life? See, our activity is to bear real fruit. But the key conviction is that apart from Him, we can do nothing. Apart from Him, all of our fruit's mechanical. Apart from Him, all of our fruit's artificial. None of it's last. None of it's living. See, being poor in spirit is the soil that all of the life-giving fruit of the Spirit grows. So remember today, abide in Him. The disposition that joyfully looks to Christ and celebrates the reality that apart from Him, we can do nothing. But in Him, we can do everything. That's what it means to be poor in spirit.
0: Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son and Holy Ghost.